the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our SGPN Free Roll Football Contest. Join our season-long pick'em with up to $3,000 in prizes and a Super Bowl autograph SGP helmet up for grabs. Sign-up link is in the SGPN app. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag tickets without stress. Use promo code SGPN for your first purchase up to $20. Download the Game Time app and use code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL. Went up to 20 times the money you put in in one game. Use promo code SGPN and at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any NFL game only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the WMEA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Know me, know the voice of the guys. Me, really real, villain real, Terrell Furman Jr. here at your service. Tell them to bring me my money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. All right, and we are back for another jam-packed slate of WNBA action here. Playoffs are upon us. There are teams that we know will not make the playoffs. There are teams that are that are going to make the playoffs, but are trying extremely, extremely, really, really freaking hard not to make the playoffs, even though they're guaranteed one playoff spot. <laughs> Got my co-host with me, Scott Studio Reichel. Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. Surprise. Doing pretty well. Looking forward to the games tonight. I think I might know which team you're talking about. It might be a team that we eh, gave out preseason that seems to refuse to win any damn games lately. But we'll talk about them in a, a potentially a little bit with the actual race. But overall fun. Not many games left in the regular season. So get your bets in. Make the most of it. You can only fade all the bad teams for so long before the league realizes, damn, these teams should not be playing anymore. So enjoy watching the bottom feeders while you can because you don't have much time left yeah really don't we're gonna go ahead and get straight into the action on this slate though we have the uh man los angeles sparks are such an interesting team of that's the team that i thought you were talking about when you uh, i was talking about two teams i wasn't just talking about one neither one wants the playoff spot we have action on Um, one of them so we care more about one than the other but we do but I don't know, man. This this is they they make interesting decisions. They make interesting decisions. The Los Angeles Sparks coming off a win at home against the Washington Mystics. Now on the road, going to play the Connecticut Sun. Sun opened up as a minus ten favorite at home. They're down to minus seven and a half. One fifty five and a half is the total here. Injury report for these two teams, and we have four. The Sparks, it looks like NECA is questionable with that knee injury. And Lexi Brown, we know, is out for the scene. And Cloud and Shanae all out. We all know that. So looking for the Connecticut Sun, Dijanae Carrington is out with the foot injury. Hatar is, is doubtful with the knee injury. Pretty, that's about it. So Dijanae Carrington, she is definitely out. She's not playing this one. You're not seeing... Uh, you may see NECA in this one, but that that's pretty much what's going on with a rather questionable injury report here for both of these two teams because it looks like that they're missing a death piece for the Sun, and you could potentially not have NECA play in this game. She did miss the last game against the Spart. I mean, not against the Sparks, but against the Mystics. But they still, like I said, got the win against the 
mystics. So, I mean, care? No, they don't. So, do we just take the dog and just forget it? <laughs> Can I, we just I take guess. the dog and forget it? I mean, I, I, I have no faith in the Sparks and to do anything right at this point in the season. But I mean, at this point. There's literally nothing to play for for the Sun. Like, we just seven and a half. Even, I mean, I would have loved to get the 10, but at seven and a half, I mean, come on, guys. I'm more the interested Sparks in the one. Win. I'm interested in the one movement because Connecticut beat the Sparks at home, exact same situation on the 27th, and they won by 15. And yet the line opened up at 10. Now it's down to roughly seven and a half or even a seven. DraftKings at seven right now. Why would they do that? That's my uh, win horse impression there. I'm, uh, I'm going to lean to the points here. I, I just don't really understand this line movement, especially with NECA potentially not playing, unless the argument is she's more likely to play in this game. But is a questionable tag worth three points? Probably not. Plus, they won last game without her anyway. I think I'm just going to lean to the motivated team. I have not really liked how Connecticut's played lately. They let the Mercury hang around. They won that one by 10 in the end, but they didn't look good in that game at all. Then they played the Liberty game after. If you blindly faded teams on back-to-backs in WNBA, by the way, you've made a fortune. I don't think a a back-to-back team has won besides maybe once this entire season, and the Liberty beat them by 30. But Connecticut has nothing to play for. They can't catch the Liberty. The Wings can't catch them. They're locked in. So at this point, Connecticut might just be tinkering with lineups. Will they limit the minutes a little bit on Bonner and Tom and Thomas? Maybe. I don't know why they wouldn't. You want to keep them healthy for the important games. But I'm going to lean to the Sparks because at least that team emotionally and just based on energy should be fully focused on this game. Connecticut could not care less. Or at least you can make an argument that they have an incentive to not actually try to win the game because there's more important games on the horizon and you'd rather keep people healthy. I'm going to take the points. I wish I got there at 10, but I'll, I guess I'll t- take it at a seven and a half. I'm, I'm, it, it, I don't need all that. I'm, I don't trust the sun. I don't think the sun are going to go out here and try, even if NECA isn't playing and this line goes back up to 10 or whatever, or what possibly could happen. I'm taking the Sparks regardless. This is too many points for a team that's fighting for a playoff spot. And regardless whether they want the playoff spot or not, they're trying to get it. So, yeah, I'm all over the dog here. Plus seven and a half on the Sparks. Sprinkle on the money line at plus 270. I think the Sparks get it done today. 155 and a half is the total here. I'm going to go ahead and just say that I'm – playing the under in this one. I think a little bit more of a defensive matchup. The Sparks take this a little more seriously. Uh, can I get signed? Just kind of like I said, I could see them trying in the first half and then falling off in that second half, not really caring, getting on to the next game, looking ahead, anything like that. Yeah, I'm I'm not back in the sun anyway. I actually would take a sun team total under in this game. I'm with you. I like the under. Uh, we just question the overall importance of the game for Connecticut, so they might not even bother offensively. They played once again on the 27th. Game did a land 151, and that was back when both teams were playing for something. Connecticut's not playing for anything now, so I'll lean to the under. I think this number feels a bit high. I could once again see this game reaching the low 150s, so it might be close, but I'm going to lean to the under. If I told you going in that neither of these teams would reach 80 points, would you be that surprised? Because I would not. No, not at all. So I'm going to go with the under as well. All right, player props. Are we leaning to Sun unders because we're questioning how many minutes people are going to play? Mm, no. Or is that a little bit too meta? Of an I angle? think that's too much. I just I think they're going to play. I just think they're not going to care while they're out there. I just wonder if they're going to play, but maybe not the full 30-plus minutes. They might cut back a little bit. Mm, it's not enough it's for me to get down on. Yeah, it's not enough for me to get down on, on unders, though. Uh, yeah, it's not enough for me to get down on any unders. Just I'd, rather just, I'd rather just back uh, players on the Sparks that I think are going to you know, be solid. And Jordan Canada assist is back down to five and a half at plus 118. She's the point guard of this team. Even with Jasmine Thomas now earning it, earning 
coming into the lineup, she's still been able to get solid assist numbers and put up pretty decent stat lines. And so I can get behind the Jordan Canada day to day. I'm trying to look at anything else I might be tempted by. If you're assuming there's going to be no overall minute restriction, then Alyssa Thomas's numbers feel a bit short. But once again, I'm not sure if I can actually take anything associated with that team when they might not care. Like that, That's really the problem. But uh, you mentioned Canada assists. I've been a fan of that angle. But I will point out it has not been great lately, but it is at five and a half. So, you know, maybe mm-hmm. you can get there. Uh, Bonner has actually gone under 16 and a half points in six of her last 10 and three of in three of her last five. So if you do want to follow that angle, Bonner's actually been going under anyway. So you can make a case for that. It's a tricky game for player props because one team, you don't know how much they're going to care. Yeah, I like uh, – give me Azurae Stevens. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I'm ready to get hurt again. Yeah. Personally, she went 4-15 that one time. But, I mean, she's been shooting it a lot, so you're not going to get any argument from me. Especially yeah, if, like Azure, if Neck is out, there's a lot of shots to go around. I like Azure over 10 and a half. Take her to 15 for me as well at plus 290. She She's always under the basket, able to get a lot of offensive rebounds. It's, and effort is something I question when we get into this part of the season. So if you're not giving that much effort defensively, I think she can crash the goal crash the glass, get a lot of offensive rebounds, and then those putbacks really go for adding up a total, especially in the WNBA. So uh, she could sneak around and have 15 points. I like 15 plus at plus 290 for Azure Stevens. Aggie Pride. Anything, anything else you got or that was it? Uh, that was it there. But what I do have to talk about is DraftKings. And it's Scott, we're doing an NFL episode later today. We are. Like, 7 p.m. <laughs> around 7 p.m. So Eastern time, so be there. Hopefully, I don't push that back. But uh, yeah. if you if you you know if you do push it back, that's kind of the standard, right? Yeah, pretty much. But you tell so. me seven, so you know I'll get there by seven thirty. You know that's, that's <laughs> Oh man, hey, five dollars. That's all it takes. Just five dollars or any NFL bet, and you can get two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly through DraftKings. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't take that offer. Do you know what you can do with two hundred dollars in bonus bets? You can bet more football. Absolutely, you could sprinkle on a lot of different ways to go. Uh, everybody's speaking sprinkling on Justin Ross to have a touchdown. Apparently, I, I've heard that a lot. I've heard Justin Watson as well. Like some of these, you know, lower name Chiefs to score touchdowns, which is very interesting to me. I've heard that a lot. Me, myself, I think that they're all playing games, and I understand it. You should just sprinkle it on Patrick Mahomes. Anytime touchdown, it's going to happen. Count it. Book it. It's happening. Anytime touchdown, Patrick Mahomes week one from the Patrick Mahomes fan club. All right. Other than that, I mean, download now and use code SGP. Remember, SGP, to sign up, and you could take home $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5 in any NFL game. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. We're also brought to you by Game Time. The Game Time app is here for you to buy tickets to your favorite sports outing, concert, comedy show. Doesn't matter. You can get it, and you can get it for the lowest available price. I love using the Game Time app. I go there, whatever. I am last second trying to go to a baseball game, trying to go to a WNBA game, anything like that. Absolutely able to do that with the Game Time app here. They got me on the floor. Floor seats to the Mystics. I mean, come on. You can't get any better than this. So this is what you're going to do. You're going to download the Game Time app. You're going to create an account, and you're going to use code SGPN when you create that account for $20 off your first purchase. You're already getting lowest low price tickets. Now you're getting $20 off on top of that. There's nobody out with a better deal than that. Download the Game Time app today. Redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. Next game of the slate, still in the 7 p.m. hour on the East Coast. We have the Chicago Sky, another team that one team had Chicago, <laughs> Los Angeles. Somebody's got to go to the playoffs. So y'all can go to the back room. Y'all can settle this. Y'all, I'm going to put y'all in that back room, and I'm going to close that door. And don't come out until y'all decide which team is going in the playoffs because one of y'all got to go. So straight up, don't you come out that back room 
And if if both of y'all try to come out that back room and y'all ain't figure it out, I got something for you. Where my I I got something. I got something for you. Go ahead and try to come out that back room without thinking y'all one of y'all going to the playoffs. Yeah. YouTube.com slash NBA Gambling Podcast to see me snap my belt. And while one struggled to take my belt off and then snap my belt on the air. But seriously, he seems to piss me off. Somebody win a game. The, the Sky were eight and a half point underdogs battling the Liberty for three quarters of that game. Granted, I was on Liberty plus eight and a half because I'm a sharp. But three quarters of that game. Blew it in the fourth quarter. Didn't even show up to the fourth quarter. Got ran out, I think, 23 to 10. 23 to 10, fourth quarter at home. Ran out the gym. I, 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 Chicago Sky are opened up as a minus one and a half point favorite versus the Indiana Fever. The Fever are now a minus one and a half point favorite. 164 is the total. That's jumped from 159 and a half. Injury report here for these two teams and Looks like for the Chicago Sky that Alana Smith, who's been in the concussion protocol, is probable for the Indiana Fever. You have Lexi Hall, who is out with that shoulder injury, and Christy Wallace, who is doubtful. That's really big on the defensive end, Christy Wallace being out. Scott, this game means absolutely nothing to the Indiana Fever. Everything to the Sky. The line has moved to the fever being favorite. Are you still backing the Chicago Sky? So I have to at least point out that even though the games don't really matter for the fever at the moment, they've been kind of nice lately. <laughs> they've won four or five. I feel like that, that needs to be. Hey, man, it's, it's so easy to perform when you have zero expectations. It is. They had a nice overtime win against the Wings the other night. They, they outscored them by 13 in overtime, which is kind of wild. But I think for this one, we made a pact a long time ago. It's one of the unwritten rules that we uh, made mid-season. Do you remember the rule that I'm talking about? Oh, come on now. Do I remember? Of course, of course I, I remember. I'm not laying points with Indiana Fever. I'm, we're not laying points with the Fever. <laughs> I'm not I, laying I points with the Fever. In this man. case, we're not laying points with the Fever. I'll take the Sky. It's just based on principle for me. I can't stand Indiana. My favorite play in this game is the over because I actually think both teams can score. Indiana offensively has been breaking 80 recently. I think Chicago can score a decent amount of points as well. I'm going to lean to the Sky. It's not a strong opinion on this game, but we made an agreement a long time ago. The fever laying points is an auto fade as far as I'm concerned, and we agree. So I'll lean to the sky by default, but I'm not going to have any action on the side. I do like that over, though. If you want to look at the actual meeting so far this season, they've already faced off three times, and each of the three meetings have had at least 176 points. So each of the meetings have gone over by a decent amount. This number feels a bit short. I'll take the over. All right. Uh, where are we at here? Indiana Fever as a favorite this season, 2-7-1. and one. <sighs> I can't even remember any time they won Chicago. as a favorite. So two wins there is impressive, actually. I don't remember any of them. Chicago, if you don't win this game, I got this for you. I'm sorry. Um, I, I got this for you. I... Where this thing at? Oh, it ain't snap. Oh crap. Yeah. There we go. There yeah. Go. Yeah. I, hey, Chicago. Chicago. You better figure, figure it, it out, out, man. Figure it out. Figure it out. Because this is insane. <laughs> you there is no reason. Like, there is no reason you're in a playoff hunt and you lose this game. There is there should be zero reason to be like the fact that the books are even confident enough. They were even confident enough to make this a freaking what was it? One and a half minus one and a half. Even at minus one and a half for Chicago, it was still a really a really tough play. Like it was a really tough play at that point. I I don't even. At the, it, it kind of makes me want to take Indiana because it's so – like, this should really be, like, three, four Chicago. Like, you should Based really – Based on current expect- form, I think that's the main argument is that Indiana's actually been good. You figured some teams would roll over and Indiana's playing their best basketball in about four months. So maybe that's-, that's where we get the fade. Everybody's back in Indiana because they're playing good and we come in on Chicago. 
All right. I'm just going to stick with what's worked. You said, what was it, like two and seven as a favorite? Two, seven, and one? I'm just trying to figure out, is Chicago a lock? I'm not locking up Chicago. Two, I said I'm not going to bet the stock. Two, so seven, and one is a crazy train. I think two, the seven, over is a lock, in my opinion. I, I just think that with the three meetings this season well, being I'm very high scoring, I I'm love the, the over as my favorite play in this game. I like it in the first half. You know, we I've been playing Indiana first half overs all season and been cashing. 84 and a half is literally like the prototypical Indiana over. I think I called 84 before even looking at the game. Like it's the pretty standard Indiana over there. So Indiana and I just want to read off the numbers first half here. over. I want to read off the fever numbers offensively though. So in order 97, 100, 83, 90, 83, 79. 89-91-80. They've been cruising into 80 points for each game for the last like two or three weeks. I'm going to stick with the over. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I just there's played There's the not even an outlier though. under there. They're just consistently reaching 80. I just don't like catching the butt in. That's why I'm on the first half. I don't like catching the butt in of that number, man. I missed a long, a long line move. And I can see, like, it, it's always something petty that happens. Like, oh, it opened up at 159.5. Oh, it's all the way up to 164. Oh, it's going to come in at 162. Like, it's annoying. Just give me the first half over. All right. We both like points in this one. We both like the sky. I think I'm going to lock up the sky. That's that's going to be up to you. I'm going to lock up the over, but I think I'm going to lock up the sky. I think I'm almost positive. I might. I don't know. I haven't decided. Wow. It's ugly, ugly. All right. Over to player props. <laughs> Shout out to the person who played uh, a crazy double-double slip. And it was that. like 200 to 1. Shout I out also to like how the person tagged us. I think it was Ty. Ty Perry on Twitter. Uh, let's go. Let's let's go in my mentions. And... Pretty sure. Pretty sure it was Ty Perry. Shout out to him. But I also like how he tagged us saying thanks yeah, it was. for everything. It was Trey Perry. Well, Trey Ty, Perry, sorry. Ty Perry, Trey Perry. It says sorry. both. It I was very, says very both. close. But it anyway. says both. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Either way, shout out to him for hitting a massive parlay there. I like how he gave us shout outs and we didn't even have an episode for that day. Hey, man, he just followed what we were talking about all season and just he got Courtney Slew double double up here. He got to one on double, double 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 was kind of wild, but shout out to him. He's got Defisa Collier double double. And then he just randomly threw in Sparks and under, which I mean, I get. And I was on the Sparks too. I'm not going to lie. I bet Sparks that game too. <laughs> it, it just come on mystics on the road man and the i think i slammed my entire bankroll for that day on the links minus four and a half on the overnight line against the mercury so that's how that went it went well but i i think for player props here if you want to make an argument for a double double but i do think once again they're starting to unleash her in a way Aliyah boston i'll take the over eight and a half rebounds She's gone over a nine to the last 10. I, I just think that looking at minus 102 on DraftKings, minus 110, sorry, minus 110 on DraftKings, minus 102 on FanDuel, I'll take Aaliyah Boston over eight and a half rebounds. Chicago doesn't exactly have the most amount of size in the interior, and you're looking at Boston once again going over this number in nine of 10. Give me the over eight and a half rebounds for Aaliyah Boston. I am. I am going to trust. I was going to say also like the leader. Over, I'm going to just trust the leader. Yeah, I like. Oh no, I love Mitchell, but yeah. I'm just I'm going to trust the leader of Chicago to lead them. You have your former Finals MVP. You're sitting here. You're fighting for a playoff spot. You're playing a team that's eliminated from the playoffs. You really should get this win. I'm going to trust her to go out here and lead this team and carry them. And force this team to say, hey, we're not just rolling out of the playoffs. Like, were you looking like I know we are optimistic about the Sparks, but there is still a better chance than not. The Sparks do not win this game. So it's like, oh, if the Sparks lose another one, you have to take advantage. And so Clea Copper looking at uh, meetings earlier this season, she had 15 against them earlier this season. And what was the only game she missed every other game against uh, this team. So 
I'm expecting to see her chop. Oh no, she didn't. She had 24 in the overtime game. Okay, I knew I, I knew I was missing one that was going towards my argument. So she's been pretty solid in this game. Her prop is at 18 and a half tonight. I think this is another 20 point outing, and Kalia Copper forces this team into the playoffs. I, Matter of fact, give me uh, Kalia Copper 20 plus and a win, plus 215. That's that's a good bet. 20 I'm plus and a win should be higher or not. What did you say the regular prop was that? Uh, 18 and a half at minus 113. Okay, that sounds about right. Okay. Maybe it's a little bit underpriced, but that's fine for the most part. I mean, minus 113 plus a minus 114. So, yeah, you're adding two points, but it's also correlated. So, yeah, that makes sense. All right. Well, you mentioned Mitchell. We both did. I, I like Mitchell over 18 and a half. Yep. She's gone over an eight of the last 10. It's minus 115. Sure. I mean, Mitchell's going to shoot it. And she's been really good. So that it's a pretty simple analysis there. If she played like this all season, like if they let her, if they unleashed her, like they're unleashing the offense when the season's over. That's really the amount of crazy. money we'd, we'd make if they let Mitchell play like this all season long. She would have hit 30 points like at least six times this season. If she just do you know how fun it would have been sweating an Indiana playoff ticket? Like, do you know how fun? Like, we didn't get to sweat it, but do you know how fun it would have been to sweat that ticket? Like, and just to be clear, it's actually not even that far off because Chicago is only three games ahead of Indiana. If they just unleashed the offense all year, they they kept this offense under wraps all year down into the, the season. They want to do. Well, it. we've talked about it. We think Indiana's coach is really bad, so it's not a shock that it happened. But there's talent on this team, and they they should finish with a uh, with a decent chance of getting a very high lottery pick. So Indiana, they might be a fun playoff team next year. We'll see. All right, let's go ahead and tap into underdog fantasy because you have one more day, two more days, two more days to get your best ball drafts in, and then that's it. The season starts. You need to also play the pick them contest. WNBA is still going on. You have NFL, college, all this stuff. You'll pick between two and five players and whether they'll go higher or lower on their stats. And so Make sure you definitely check out the projections and stats because they you can win up to 20 times your money. And it's it's great. We've been on a roll cashing them here. I think we've cashed three of the last four. I believe that's what the stat was. Is that the I think yeah, I think that's the update number three of the last four. We have cash underdog pick them contest, or maybe it's three of the last two. I don't know. Regardless, we've been cashing them a lot. So I'll drop that at the end of the show too of course you know we got to get through all the slate and then we'll give you our underdog pick them contest so watch along make your picks and make some cash underdogs mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com when you sign up with the promo code sgpn underdog will double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars that's underdog fantasy promo code sgpn and it's time for the free roll football contest. NFL season is back, and we have the free roll football contest where $1,000 for first place, $500 for second place. Unless you're a patron member, then it's $2,000 for first place and $1,000 for second place. Plus, you get a autographed full-size sports gambling podcast helmet, with which includes guests like Joe Theismann, Bill Romanowski, Pac-Man Jones, John Saley. You have Eric Metcalf, Garrett Blunt. So many people have signed that helmet. Sign-up link is in the SGPN app. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash patron to get in for your chance to double your prizes and win the weekly patron pickums. All right. So, Let's see here. Two games left on the slate. We have the New York Liberty traveling to Dallas, play Dallas Wings. Liberty opened up as a three and a half point favorite. They are now a six and a half point favorite line opened up at 169 and a half for the total. It is now sitting at 172. Injury report for these two teams. And we have for the New York Liberty. Looks like Sabrina Ionescu is probable with that calf injury that's kept out the past couple of games. So we could be seeing a return of Sabrina Ionescu tonight. Uh, Kalani Brown is in health and safety protocol. She's questionable. Diamond DeShields Lopez been out all season. Not expecting them. Uh, the Wings have clinched a playoff berth, so they do not need this win. But they are still trying to retain the fourth seed as the games remain. They have the 
Okay, while I pull up the stand, there we go. Okay, so Minnesota, that's who it was. Minnesota is hot on their tail with one and a half games back, it looks like, for that fourth seed. So pretty comfortable lead. Don't want to lose it with the past couple of games going out. You have a New York Liberty team that also has clinched their playoff spot. They have clinched a one-two seed. They have a shot of one. They do. They do. I think the We're question not get here, there. they're not. But the question here is who cares more? And in a game of who cares more and trying to decide who cares more, I'm going to take the team that's catching six and a half points. I feel I, like I have to agree. Even though the Liberty have been really good. I mean, clearly the best team in the league post All-Star break. I don't think it's very close. And like, wow, I wonder I wonder who said that <laughs> all season when everybody was flaming the Liberty for how bad they were playing in the beginning of the season. I wonder who came up here and said, well, you know, Sandy Bundell's teams take time to figure it out, so we should just wait till after the All-Star break, and then they're probably going to be in form and covering and beating everybody. Oh, wow, no idea. Yeah, they've been, uh, they've been cooking. Beat Connecticut twice, uh, beat Minnesota by... <laughs> 35 beat the aces by nine beat chicago was playing for something by seven by 17 yeah the wings have been not great lately uh they were able to beat the mercury on the road congratulations somehow only won by three uh but they ended up winning that one and they ended up beating indiana by 10 on the road but they lost the home game in the back-to-back there by 13 so it's not like i've been a fan of how the wings have played having said that the two meetings this season have been entertaining First meeting ended up landing 195. The Liberty won that one by nine at home. And the Wings won the second meeting by 10 on the road. And that was in the middle of July. I think my favorite play on this game is going to be the over. It's kind of similar to how I broke down the Chicago game. If you have two meetings that have gone way over this number in the middle of the season, then why would I assume you're going to see a slower game here? Both teams want to run. They want to play fast. And both teams defensively, the Liberty have been very good defensively lately. But the Wings could not care less. I like the over. I think it's a high total for a good reason. I think it should be higher. I'm going to go with the over in this one. I think the size of the Wings is really going to fuck with the Liberty. I really, I think the size of the Wings, like with Tierra McGowan down there, then you have Natasha Howard, Satu Sabli, like Jaco Jones. been great lately. It's going to be very physical with Brianna Stewart. I think Jocko Jones is going to have her hands full. I think that this Dallas team, and this is, I, 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 I think the motivation is on Dallas to sit here and say, hey, we beat you and we can beat you again. We can compete with you and you're not going to want to see us when it comes playoff time. And it's I think the, that they, it's also the only home meeting of the season for Dallas. Both games previously against the Liberty were on the road. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dallas. Plus six and a half. Sprinkle on the money line there. I think it's Dallas all the way here. Are you tempted at all by Saboli set up? It's Saboli 25 plus points and Dallas win at plus 700. Yes. Okay. I assumed you would be, but I'm just going to throw that price out. Yes. I like Satsu today. I think Satsu can have a very good day today. Uh, Let's see here. Yeah, I'm with you on over. It's not a question in my mind at all. Probably, you know me, I'm, I'm taking first half overs. I'm not trusting a, for, a, a slow fourth quarter to kill my bet. Typically, if, if a game goes over, I cash that first half over. So I'm going to continue to roll with the first half over in this one. Look at what the Liberty have done. They are 22-14 and 161 percent to the first half over this season they cover it on the road as well 11 and 8 wings a little closer to 500 slight slightly to the under here but uh, they also go over in the full game 11 and 7 on the season 61.1 percent and you have the liberty who go over 10 and 8 55.6 percent two over teams i again i expect to see points as well just like you all right and what could be a little bit of a slippery slow, slippery spot for the Liberty? Because they actually was really playing down to the sky until that fourth quarter. Like, truly, it, they, they could have lost well, that like game. They went on, like, a 21-0 run to start the fourth Yeah, it was, it was something insane like that. And they gave up 10 points. 
So. It's actually kind of funny because it's exactly what the Sky did to the Liberty in that elimination playoff game last year. They went on like an 18 nothing run in the fourth quarter. So, All right. Player props. Oh, we mentioned Sobley points, which I'm assuming we're both going to be tempted by. Yeah. Looking around, yeah. Vandras <laughs> Lewis assists, I think, is worth a look automatically. That's seven and a half. She's gone over in seven of the last ten. She's gone over in four of the last five. She had a double-double last game. I think Vandersloot's assists are too low, so I'll go with the over seven and a half there. Yanescu, I'm tempted by if she plays. She's listed as probable, but we'll see what happens. Uh, I know she didn't play against Connecticut, and they still won that game by like 40. But her number's at 16 and a half. It's minus 115 on DraftKings. She's gone over in eight of the last ten in, in each of the last five. So Yanescu points is worth a look if she plays. Satu assists is at five and a half. The under is seven and is uh, seven and three in the last ten. And if we think Sabali is going to score thirty points, I don't know how many passes she's even going to have in this game. So Sabali assists is worth a look potentially for the under. Brianna's assists are very low. Brianna's assists are at three and a half. The over is minus one forty-two on Fanduel. She's gone over in four of the last five and seven of the last ten. I think the Brianna assists feel very low at three and a half. I'll go with the over on that one. All right. I like Arike over 21 and a half. I like Satu to score as well over 19 and a half. But I like Arike more than Satu, actually. If I had to pick one, I would pick Arike over Satu. I think this is an Arike game, and she goes off, goes crazy, has like a has like 30 points or something like that. And it's, it's just very clear and obvious that she's like, I don't care if we pledge to play on spot. I'm coming out here to hoop, so I'm going to go hoop. So... I think Orike is actually my favorite player in this game. I just I feel a Orike at home against a big team angle where she just goes off and is absolutely going crazy and hitting everything. Matter of fact, uh, by the way, they did have uh, another boost. Orike twenty five and a win is five is five twenty. I like that's that. what I was going to read off to you. Yeah, that, that is an option as well. Yeah. I like Enrique, uh, 25 and a win at plus 520. I'm actually going to sprinkle on that right now. I like that as a better play. All right. Last game to sleep. I'm playing it. I don't care. And toilet bowl, ladies and gentlemen, because while the Washington Mystics are a playoff team, they are terrible on the road. And when they get on the road, it is bad. It is terrible. So we have a toilet bowl. The Washington Mystics are traveling to Phoenix to play the Phoenix Mercury, where the Mystics open up as a five and a half point favorite. And they have been bet up to minus seven and a half, 153. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Ooh, Mystic basketball is back, baby. 153 and a half is the total here. Injury report for these two teams. And we have for the Washington Mystics. It, well, whenever I pull it back up, there we go. Uh, Shakira Austin, Christy Tolliver, Ariel Atkins are all out. Sophie Cunningham is doubtful with the jaw injury. Tarasi, Shea Petty, both out. They're probably done for the year. Maybe Tarazi plays one yeah, play more this game for, for two minutes if she's going to be gone from the roster next year. Maybe she plays two minutes in a game, but no. Like I think most, I think they're done for. The Do you agree yeah. with that? Unless Tarazi, uh, yeah, I think she's higher or she's going to leave, then maybe they'll give her two minutes for a proper send off. That's basically it. She's not retiring. She would have went on a road tour. I agree. Uh, so I, I think that she's done for the year. I was yeah. saying the only way Tarazi would suit up would be if she's retiring or potentially leaving the franchise. <sighs> this game crap. sucks. Crap, crap, crap. God, if the Mercury were on the road. I'm not laying seven and a half with the Mystics, man. I was going to say, the if, road, they, if the Mercury were on care, the road, man. then we would take Mystics in a heartbeat. I would say Mystics minus 20 on if they're Mercury on the road. I'm not I, laying seven if, and a half with the Mystics on the road, man. I think I'm going to go to the first half. Just to read off Phoenix's recent performances, they've lost eight straight. Seven of those eight have been by double digits. However, the last couple games, Connecticut has actually been uh, – not Connecticut, sorry. Phoenix has actually been decent in the first half, and then they completely roll over in the second half. 
That's been their MO, and it happened with the Lynx last game. I had the Lynx minus four and a half on the overnight, closed at like eight. They were tied at halftime, and then the Lynx yeah. outscored them by about 15 in the third quarter, and the game was over. So I can see a potentially similar story here, but even with all the good players back, the Mystics still can't win on the road. I'm going to take Mercury first half. I can't believe I'm actually considering backing the Mercury, but they've been pretty good in the first half lately. I, I was in Mercury first half. I saw that. So I was looking for any way to bat the Mystics at all. And I saw that, and I knew how good the Mystics are in the first half. But then I saw how good the Mercury had been recently in the first half, and I thought about how I actually bet Link's first half in that last game and lost that bet. Bro, they're five and thirteen ATS on the road. Like I just I, I, at this point, like I know we said fade the Mercury every game the rest of the season, but like Mystics on a road is like literally Mercury level production. Oh, I might potentially live bet the Mystics maybe mid game in that second half because it has been a night and day difference in the last week for the Mercury in the first half compared to the second half. The second half is embarrassing. They've gotten buried in that third quarter on a regular basis within the last week. And so that, might, awesome. that might be the angle. If you want to go for like Mystic's third quarter, hope that the veteran team comes out out of the break and puts it on them a bit. But I can't lay seven and a half with a road team that's this bad. And that, that secure Austin missing in the rim protection that she provides. It's just too much for me. Give me the Mercury plus seven and a half. Am I wrong I'm for not... kind of liking the over? I know that this line should be low with how the Mystics play, but no. Is it too low? Griner could have a good game this game. I don't think we can play the Griner play today. I don't think, I think we can. she can too. But each of the three meetings this season have gone over, and that was even with the Mystics missing a decent amount of players. But each of the three meetings this season have had at least a one fifty. Sorry, one of them went under. You had one at one at one fifty three. The other two had at least one fifty seven. I think I'm going to lean to the over. You mentioned Austin being out. She's a very solid rim protector, and the Mercury don't guard anybody anyway. I think I'm going to lean to the over here. It's such yeah. a low number. It should be a quicker pace with no Austin on the floor as well. It's just such a low number, though. You can accidentally get 77 points apiece in a game. Like, I, I think this number is too low. Yeah, I'm with you. Mercury and over for me. I I can't believe I'm saying it, but you got to bat the Mercury here. I will not pick a full game after watching their second half for the past week. That I can't do, but I'll take the first half. Yeah, Washington's just really bad, man. Definitely live bet city if you feel like you have to bet this. But again, it's the toilet bowl for a reason. That's why I get it. I do want to find out, though. Is this Phoenix's last home game of the year? I just want to find that out. No. They got the they Aces one more after, on Friday. Right. Yeah, they got the Aces on Friday, and that's the last one. Well, they're not winning that one, so so. I was, I was wondering if maybe <laughs> let's let's make this one the last one because they're not winning. It. <laughs> Pretty much, I was hoping they would try to give the fans a nice send off, like thanks for dealing with our garbage the entire year. But now the Aces might win that last one, so yeah. Uh, you can't even use that narrative angle. I'm not. I'm not playing. I'm not laying seven and a half with the Mystics. I, I can't. I can't lay seven and a half. I can't. All right. Player props. Uh, like I said, I don't think we can favor Brittany Ryder today. <laughs> I was going to say, are we pivoting to Griner over? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her number's at 16 and a half. It can get 20 in this game. I wonder if anybody's going to catch that reference. Uh, I, I think she get. I think that with... I mean, Hawkins is a good player, and I, I just don't think it. I think now, yeah, now's the time. Like, if there's ever a time to take her over, now's the time. 16 and a half, even money. It would be now. I'm not going to bet it, though, because I, I don't have faith in the only person. I'm, per- I'm betting nothing in this game, just to be clear. There's only one person I trust in both of these games, and that's Brittany Sykes. Brittany Sykes over 16 and a half. That's literally the only person I trust. I'm trying to even think of who stepped up for the Mercury recently. Mariah I, mean, Jeff- I was going to say Mariah's been okay. Mariah Griner's had 30 last game. She's been better than okay. She had 30. Yeah. That is 32. That is I, I'm, I'm underselling. Yeah, she's she's been solid. Um, Mariah would probably be the only player I'm really tempted by besides Griner, even with Griner. Like, I, I don't know if I trust her based on historical or recency, recent numbers. It's just based on the spot. Mariah is the only player I'm kind of tempted by, and I don't see any props for her. So 
I'm gonna have to wait it out, I guess. Have fun if you plan on betting the toilet bowl, people. Have fun. All right. Do you like, do you like Deladon rebounds with Austin being out? No. Somebody's an after rebound. Yeah, but I think it's gonna be Hawkins or Heinz okay. Allen or like the other bigs they have. I don't necessarily. I mean, she might stumble into six. She could. Just throw I, out I'm ideas. not gonna bet it. I'm not betting it. All right. That's enough of the toilet bowl here. Let's get into our lock dog prop here to finish the slate out for myself. My lock is for a four game slate. I was kind of hoping for games that I would be more decisive on. I feel like I'm pretty decisive. I'm just scared. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like I guess I, I, there's, a, there's a difference there, but that's like the cousin of what I said. That's pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know what I think I like, but I don't feel great about it. That's kind of my point. All right. Let's go to the first half. Man. Wings just don't get embarrassed at home. Like just they they're not getting embarrassed. Six, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna question. I'm not gonna plus six and a half. Dallas Wings plus six and a half. They're not getting embarrassed at home. You know, end of the season. Liberty don't care. Sabrina's not 100 percent on that calf, and she's gonna be playing. And you know, there's any opportunity. Like as good as Sabrina Ionescu is, we know that she can have some two for ten days. So like, there's a whole bunch of world of opportunity. It just feels like that the factor and everything that the wing, like the wings are still actually playing for something, even though, you know, you feel like they have four C locked up. They're still somewhat playing for something. I think they make this close. Give me Dallas wings plus six and a half. I'm not going to doubt it for my dog. He missed sparks on the money line. No, I probably should have did that backwards. Maybe no. Oof. I don't trust. Can. Who do I trust more? Who do I trust more to get a win? The Sparks or the Sky? I mean, I feel like the easy answer is the Sky. But I'm not going with the easy answer. Yeah, give me Sparks plus 270 on the money line. They figure out a way to get it done. All right. Now what's your problem? Clear Copper over 18 and a half. She carries them to a win. So Wings plus six and a half is my lock. Sparks plus 270 on the money line is my dog. And Kalia Copper over 18 and a half is my prop. Scott, over to you. All right. Uh, so for my lock, give me the over in that Sky and Fever game at 163. I said before that I was going to mention it later on in the show as my lock, and I'm a man of my word. So I'm going to go with the over on that one. Indiana's been walking into 80. They don't really guard anybody. Each of the first three meetings this season have reached at least 176. I just see a lot of points here. And the sky should be focused because, once again, they're competing for a playoff spot. But defensively, they've been a bit of a mess lately. The Fever have won some games, but they're also giving up a decent amount of points. So I'm going to go with the over 163 as my lock. For my dog, I, I'm i really torn here because the Sparks have not played well lately, but the Sun might not care. The Liberty have been good lately, but they really should not care that much. Do I dare go Mercury first half? Like, it, it, do I do I just lose my my mind and go Mercury first half here? Like, I mean, you you it's you sure. There's world. a couple options here. Uh, Mercury first half is like plus one eighty five. You know what? It's kind of funny. I've been fading them the entire time, but they're not on the road. They're at home this time. I'll go with the Mercury first half money line at plus one eighty five as my dog, and for my prop on this one. I think I'm just going to go with what I think is too low of a number. I'm going to take Brianna over three and a half assists at minus 142. It's juicy, but three and a half just feels very low for a game that we like the over on. I see a lot of points in that. Brianna's gone over this number in four of the last five and seven of the last ten. Three and a half assists, though, I think it's just too low for Brianna. I'm going to take the over. All right. Let's get into our underdog pick'em contest for today. Threw in both of our props, so we have Kalia Copper over eighteen, higher eighteen and a half points, and we have what was this? Brianna Stewart higher than they have the number set at four, so we need Damn five. It. All right, sure. Four gets us a push. 
higher. I'm not, hey, I'm we've not never, happy about we've it. never taken so, an L. Like whatever. they've given us worse numbers, and we've never taken an L. If we were taking an L, we were going to take it regardless. So I just, I feel like we just trust it. Trust do you the want handicap. To throw, do you want to throw Boston rebounds in there or Mitchell points? I could. I want something there, in that game because I like the over, so I just see more possessions. They don't have Mitchell's points, just points. They have points, rebounds, and assists at 23 and a half, and they have points and assists at 22. That's you know you're a hooper when your rebounds and assists are combined for about five. <laughs> That's how you know you're a hooper because you're just trying to shoot. Oh, man. Uh, I wonder, I mean, free throw, she's got three free throws made up here. Watching Kelsey Mitchell play, I'm getting like peak Brandon Jennings vibes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, I, I want to go back and see like how many th- how many free throws she's hit recently. I mean, I'm just curious because it's at three, three, five, two, twelve, three, three, two, three, six, six, three, ten. So what was that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve games. She's gotten at least three and nine of twelve. Okay, I like ten of twelve. That's over 75%. That's about 83%, give or take. Do we, just blindly, do we just blindly say that, all right, she gets over three free throws made? Could be. I, 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 wanna, I don't mind it. It's an interesting I kind of want to back Kelsey Mitchell in some way, shape, or form. I just don't know. Of you want to go up to, If you want to go DGen, we'll take the free throws. Screw it. Let's do it. That's fine. That's fine. All right. Kelsey Mitchell, higher than three free throws made in this game. That is our three-pick contest for underdog. Do we Inter- think a victory left for the last one, by the way? Uh, no, we didn't. I don't, I don't even know it. what it was. We, we've been hitting so many of them. I've been losing I was going to say, out. we hit the last one. I know that was that was. A yeah, problem. we've been losing so many of them that I've been hit. I mean, we've been winning so many of them that I've just been lost count. Like, I've truly lost count. And you know what? We're not paying attention to it. We're just going to let the good times continue to roll. And we've been killing this very recently. So we're back in Kelsey Mitchell. Three free throws made higher. We're back in Kalia Copper. 18 and a half points higher. We're back in Brianna Stewart. Four assists higher. Entering the contest. $100 gets you $600. And you're up pretty big if you've been playing these along with us. So other than that, he's at Rochelle Radio. I'm at really real underscore underscore. That has been it. If you are one of the 12 people watching on YouTube right now, like the video on your way out. If you're one of the bunch of people that are listening to us over wherever you get your podcast, then please, 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 please drop us a review. Five stars. You could say some bad words, but make it a five-star review. Other than that, Scott, you got anything for the people? Not really. I uh, did a tennis podcast last night, so got some matches coming up soon. We have the NFL show coming up at like 7 o'clock. Terrell time that might be 7:30, but at some point later tonight we're going to have the NFL show, uh, which I'm looking forward to. Football, two days away. Yep, breaking down Thursday night football tonight. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. Just going to end it like this. Hey, the two people that just joined just to hear me saying the outro, I know y'all feel crazy, but just rewind it. You can catch the rest. We're out of here. <laughs>